Hey, Baldwin. What's up, Ray? Have you heard of the Universal Asian? No, what's that? The other day you were asking me, like, where can I find Asian content? You know, hyphenated Asian stuff. You're Asian American, right? That's correct. I am Asian American. Well, guess what? The Universal Asian is an open platform run in a magazine style. And it's got a variety of things. It's got written articles, poetry, prose, and you might like this, photos. No way. Yeah, I know. And there's like so many photos on there. I love photos. Guess what? Asian topics are a little taboo. We, you know, like walking on eggshells, but Universal Asian, off limits. Anything goes. And people just tell their stories and they're so vulnerable and authentic. I think that's something that you would want to get into, right? Yeah, that's great. It's always so hard to find Asian stories in media. So finding a place like the Universal Asian is Mm -hmm. great for me. Yeah. And, you know, they host online events, showcase what members are talking about. You know, they don't just provide content, but they also provide support through how-tos, discussions on topics of interest. Really, what you want to do is visit and subscribe to UniversalAsian.com. You have Instagram? Of course, I got Instagram. Yeah, I don't actually have never heard of Instagram. But <laughs> I hear that you can follow them on Instagram. Go to The Universal Asian. Sweet. Yeah, join the Universal Asian community today. Today. Hey there, listeners. This is Baldwin here. I want to talk to you about this new app called Shuffle, which allows you to engage with your favorite podcasts. So this means that on the app, you actually get to edit audio clips, add visual elements, react, and share on your socials. I think it's really cool because people can ask us questions on this AI chatbot where me and my fellow co-hosts may or may not be the one answering. Is it us or not? Who knows? Download the app and try it to find out. We have a new community chat for you fans out there that love AAPI cinema. You can chat with other fans, ask us questions, get film recommendations, and more. Right now, we have a special offer just for you. Shuffle is going to sponsor 10 of our fans for their first month when they download the app and sign up for our Patreon. All you have to do is download the Shuffle app, join the Real Asian Podcast community chat, sign up for our Patreon, and we'll select 10 people to sponsor their first month. To join the community today, go to realasianpodcast.com shuffle. Welcome to Real Asian Podcast, everyone. I am your host, Ray Lu, and I'm joined today with Alan and Baldwin. What's up, everyone? Hello, hello. What's up, guys? And today we are doing our season three wrap-up episode. Woohoo! Yes. That's right. So as we normally do with our season wrap-up episodes, it's just an opportunity for us to reflect back on the season, where uh, all the episodes that we've done, how we are as a podcast, really the the journey that we've been on so far, which is amazing and i appreciate i'm grateful for all the time that you guys spend uh being recording on episodes taking the time to prep for the episodes entertaining me indulging me all that good stuff we're missing a few members in this episode so unfortunately we are missing renee and pragya no missing the ladies yes pragya could make it she got stuck at a work thing and then renee she wasn't feeling well right yeah so it's just the dudes, just the guys. Guys night. No chicks, all dicks. <laughs> <laughs> dicks only. Woo! Um, before we get started with the show, there's a there's a few shout outs that I want to give just to friends of the pod, just to make sure that, you know, we give kudos to those who've supported us, friends of the pod. Woo! Uh, I want to start, well, start off with 
the But Where Are You Really From pod, uh, the co- lovely co-host from uh, Angela and Jesse Lynn. Hi, guys. And also our friend Sean New, host of the Electric Image Express. What's up, Sean? Uh, he also just launched his new show, Bun, Bun to Brooklyn. Mm, oh, interesting. started with a, a nonprofit, so go check that out as well. Our friend Han Huang, who we did a collab episode, I think in season two, nice. supporter, friend of the pod. Jeffrey Lin, a friend of the pod, he just started his new show, part of the Fengjin Production Network. Uh, his show, Shut Up and Dribble, it's basically an mm. intersection between society and basketball. Mm. Ryan Pack from Soundtrack Your Life, he's an avid supporter. Uh, and of course, Ryan Alexander Holmes, he was our season three kickoff with our Koda- collab episode. A lot of good things happening with Ryan. Nice. Yeah. Our sponsors, Experiences by K, the Universal Asian, and Annie's Tea Cakes. What's up, y'all? Saba Razvi, she's a part-time contributor to the pod. She did an episode uh, with a namesake, I believe, mm. with Renee. Mel Taven, we recently did a episode, she guessed it, on the ladies from Not Your Average Mai. Uh, Baldwin, you did a collab yeah. episode hello, with them. Hello, Monica nice. and Liz. Hello, hello. Friends of the pod, the ladies uh, from the Dear White Women podcast, Sarah mm. and Masasha. So they actually just came out with a book. Dear White Woman, go check it out as well. Mm. Something they've been working on for a while. Shit We Don't Tell Mom podcast, the Canadians. Hi, hi, ladies. We did a co- uh, episode swap with them. The Seeds You Sow podcast. Hi, Aisha. And of course, all of our listeners out there. Yay. The, yay, everyone across Keep the world. Listening. Hello, hello. Thank you again. Thank for you, everybody. Your Thank you so much for listening. Tireless support. And we hope to continue growing and continue entertaining your ears and your hearts. And mind. And mind and body. And soul. And body. And body again. <laughs> and body again. And your loins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this, you know, we're we like we usually do with the season wrap-up episodes. We're we're relaxed. We're just gonna chop it up. Uh, but I do have a few reflection questions that I'll ask you guys just to kind of get things started. Alan, if you had one word to describe this last season, what would it be? Transformative. <laughs> Okay, we're not in business class. (laughs) Paradigm. (laughs) Innovation. Optimized. (laughs) Business. What do you say? Transformative? Transformative. Why? I think we've reached the point where we can churn out really good, high-quality podcast episodes. And towards the end, we did a bit of a heel shift, I think, um, where we did a special episode podcast about Juwon where the Sanat or the the run of show wasn't our typical uh, you know deep dive introspectiveness of the uh, of the movie itself but rather an opportunity for us to have fun and talk about the movie the synopsis and allow someone to react to it maybe this is an inflection point that where we could pivot or maybe do additional transformative changes uh to the podcast transformative to changes is seems like a redundant redundancy phrase. yeah changes <laughs> yeah but that's what i would say how, okay how about you baldwin if you had one word to describe this last season what would it be um dun, 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 i would dun, say dun, maybe dun, dun. it's a boring word but consistent because i think uh just off last season there was a lot of growth and we were able to like continue that and i feel like this past season, I wasn't really involved in a lot of the the podcasts and development, a lot of the episodes, but I kept like churning on and yep. kept going, and it was like really cool to see that happening. So, Got consistency it. is key. 
So I have transformative and consistent. Dude. Seems a little bit oxymoron, right? <laughs> Dude, it can't be both. We're consistently transformative. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The only go. constant is change. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that you can expect is the unexpected. Hey, man, we're Whoa. the we're the real Asian podcast, man. We gotta you know do it differently. Exactly. Okay. Yes, I I agree with that. Hmm. For me, my word would be growth. So consistently transformative. Transformative one ah, B. Yeah. Uh, you know, it. I feel as if me as the editor producer, there were mo- many moments that I had uh, growth in terms of just learning little tips and tricks here and there. But also, uh, like you said, Alan, uh, we tried a, something a little bit different where we didn't mm-hmm. necessarily do takes on a movie, but we walked through a movie and just chimed in, had banter, and that was really fun. And that yep. was something that we may potentially do in the future so yeah okay um baldwin what matters the most to you about this podcast that's a deep question man yeah i'm gonna write it i'm trying i'm looking for tears i'm willing transformative changes (laughs) consistently consistently transformative growth um i think the ability for this podcast to be a vehicle or like a medium to communicate ideas about asian culture how Asian people are not a monolith, how we are very different. We're not all the same. Um, I think that is very important to me because I didn't really think about that when I was younger, like up until this podcast, up until the last few years, like I wasn't really forced to be in those type of discussions. And I think what this podcast allows me to do is really think critically, think deeply about how, you know, pop culture affects the wider culture and socioeconomical uh, things in the world so yeah i think this podcast just really allows me to be uh i guess ment- mentally alive about those topics and subjects so we're transforming the world transforming the world we are one I movie at it. a time <laughs> people probably think we're an asshole <laughs> so pretentious <laughs> like transformative jeez god really like, you guys just talk about movies i know <laughs> get the fuck out of here i know alan i think baldwin had a really uh, profound answer that I really love. So thanks for sharing that. For me, I think the question was, what matters what most matters to me? What matters the most to you about this podcast? I think, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, Asian representation. I think what's important is that we as Asians, and again, like Asians aren't monolith, but if we're just going to use us as monolith, we need to carve out our own space so that we can uh, talk about our own struggles, our stories, our contexts, uh, our everything about our backgrounds, and this offers me a vehicle to which I can talk about those things with the context of films, of course, and how it relates to me as an Asian American man. But I, I think that's what matters most to me is that I can use this as a way to take up space in today's predominantly white culture and claim to them that i also belong here and that my story also matters to this country you belong okay alan you belong you belong with me (laughs) by the way taylor swift just released uh taylor's version of the red album it's fucking amazing oh yeah i saw your uh your story the moment it dropped i put it on repeat (laughs) (laughs) what about you raymond i'm team ariana oh how dare you (laughs) um okay what matters the most to me about this podcast i think for me it's having a knowing that there's at least one person listening to our episodes 
I think what I mean by that is it's kind of crazy to think that you know we have our, what we what we do here and the work that I put in and the work that we all put in. Even if like ten people listen to it, that's like ten people that actually took the time to open up the app, find our podcast, push play, and even if they don't listen to it all the way through, right? They yeah. they've at least heard our ads in the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, just just kind of knowing that and hopefully cracking a smile and for some people with some of the stupid shit and us yep. fucking around, you know, for me that is what matters the most. I hope we continue that feeling for people and just increase the number of it mm. but if that if there's like five people that really enjoy what we say and how we say it yada 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 uh, i would rather want those five people as our loyal listeners versus just like a hundred people kind of not even paying attention to us what if it was a million mm. maybe two million <laughs> two million will do it that'll yeah. be the tipping point that's when it's transformative <laughs> I think last I checked, it was like 500 million people. Oh, That's about okay. right. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Give or take. I'll keep it on going. a slow day. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alan, was there any episodes you wish you could have been on that you weren't? Actually, I was just listening to this. It, oh, Grant Torino. I had a chance to listen to uh, Baldwin, you, and Renee and, and Ray. You guys talk about it. Uh, very, very good discussion. I loved it. I, I wish I had an opportunity to be on the episode because I did watch that movie when I was in high school, I think, when it came out, I think. Yeah, yeah 2008 or something. Yeah, like that. end of high school. End of high school, yeah. And I, I do remember having a lot of opinions about it. At the time, I thought it was great. But, I mean, certainly my opinions have fluctuated as I've grown older. How about you, Baldwin? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I was only on a few episodes this season, so there's a lot to choose from. But I think definitely Shang-Chi... Uh, oh, man. With, yeah. with the whole crew, just because like the, you know, the afterglow of watching the movie and like having all of these thoughts yeah. and this energy around it, I wanted to like share with you guys. But I did get to record with Renee and then um, uh, Liz, Liz and, and Monica, Monica from nice. Natural Average Mai. And that was really great. I, but it's it's not us. Though. I know. Sorry, <laughs> just sorry, kidding. sorry Liz and Monica. <laughs> to them, please. We're yeah. just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I actually, yeah. Um, when when I was able to talk to them about it, I really enjoyed that. I was able to get all of my thoughts out about the movie, and you know, we did a whole little uh, Tony Leung uh, appreciation segment. Yep. That was awesome. I know. I heard. I edited that. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think another one I. Definitely would have wanted to be on was uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, yeah. That holds like a special place in my heart because I think um, that was like the first R-rated movie I saw like in theaters. It's no R-rated? Shit. Oh, yeah. It's Dude, of course, wow. yeah, <laughs> of course it's R. There's like titties and shit. There's yeah. like, fuck, there's weed, weed in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but um, it was actually also like, I think it was the first movie that I snuck into. And oh, my God. Baldwin. It was completely packed. And I remember just the whole experience of watching it, like every single... Um, funny moment the whole crowd was just break out in laughter and it was it was just like so funny especially like the part where they sang the wilson phillips song in the car yeah, i love yeah. that it brought a, like a lot of memories back um so i love that movie when you were sneaking into theaters did you do that thing where you would wait near the exit doors and as soon as like a movie is done and people leave you just I, how did you sneak in? i can't remember i so I remember that night, it was actually a double feature. Oh. Um, that was the second movie I saw. The first movie I saw was The Village, M. Night Shyamalan's The oh, Village. Oh my God. Which is like completely Dude. different. Like, yeah, opposite sides of the spectrum. Classic. But um, that, that was, I actually that enjoyed that movie as, too. M. Night could count as our... Yeah, yeah he, 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 he's, he's Asian. Asian. He's Asian. He's Asian. Right? 
Even oh though there's God. no Asians in that. Yeah. yeah. We could do the village. The, the village or we can even or do, do six signs. signs. Or signs. signs. Didn't you accidentally call it sins when you... Yeah. <laughs> it like sins. popped up on the so movie screen. Singing. You're like, sins. Ooh, sins. Okay, but that's that. because it goes S-I... It did the S-I-N and then the G is like a... <laughs> okay. It was the graphic. Okay, it was a graphic. Sure. There you go. Blame the graphic. Uh, thoughts on the movie industry now. In terms of you guys talked about representation, do you feel that we've progressed or not so much? Maybe not far enough? What are your thoughts? I I feel like it has progressed a lot over the last few years. I think I feel like Hollywood is a bubble and they try to be very um, you know, liberal and progressive and socially aware. It doesn't always work, but I think there has been an effort on a lot of uh, productions, a lot of movies to include um, different, you know, ethnicities, different cultures, and, you know, portray them or represent them like they should be. So, yeah, I think they have made strides. You know, it's not perfect, but I think the important thing is that they're taking steps there. It's a progression. It doesn't, like, all have to be right now, but, you know, they're taking steps there. I think it's getting better. It's not always, doesn't always have to be movies because I know, for example, an anime near and dear to my heart is Cowboy Bebop. And of course, Netflix is uh, readapting that to a live action uh, version with John Cho. Um, Three, two, one, let's go. I fucking love that soundtrack. I know, it's so good. I I grew up watching that on Adult Swim. But anyways, so I splurge on the Reddit threads every now and then. And I find that a lot of the incels and like these like losers, (laughs) they're like, oh, like Spike Spiegel, he should be white. Oh, you saw my comment. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> and then it's like, well, first of all, the character model is based off of an Asian man, a Japanese man, and so so on and so forth. And then the creator of the show himself specifically said, no, like the only reason why his name is Spike Spiegel is because I just like the way it sounds. But anyways, like the reason why I state that is because Hollywood or Netflix could have very easily just like, I don't know, cast a white dude, cast um, uh, John Krasinski as mm. as Spike Spiegel because you know he's white tall whatever and and then you wouldn't have these like uh incels like getting all up in arms on the reddit threads but now like i i see that hollywood in and of itself the media in and of itself is trying fake to find ways media. fake news media <laughs> the fake news media <laughs> oh, is trying its best to like at least meet us somewhere and i'm yeah. not i don't have to be constantly subjected to scarlett johansson playing some Japanese person or Emily or what's her face uh, whatever playing an Asian person in that Hawaiian love movie anyways I, I, I find like it's getting better um, as I mentioned very early in the podcast it's never an ending it's just a progression and, and it's constantly needs to get better I, I also I don't know if Hollywood's doing a better job but I feel like we as a people are doing a better job in supporting and, and recognizing and celebrating these types of movies they're not always perfect and Raya right? Mulan. Mulan. Yeah. They're trying, but we are still the adjudicators of determining whether these are proper or not. But everyone's opinion is subjective. Yeah. And like we said, like before, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be like made and we have to like see it. There could be shitty movies with Asian people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be great. It doesn't always have to be representative. Yeah. Uh, The last question I have Relating to the movie industry, and I, when I'm interested in us doing an actual a full-on episode on this, but the movie-going experience versus at-home streaming, 
do you find one is better? Do you feel like at-home streaming is now the standard? Because you see movies, like a movie like Dune mm-hmm. being released theatrically and on streaming. Didn't think it was that good. That's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched it at home. And if it's available on streaming, I'm of the type to be, I'm going to walk fucking watch that at home. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I like going to theaters. Don't get me wrong. But if I get to sit in the comfort of my own home, yes. I mean, you say better, but better is, is dependent. Better what? View, better viewing experience? Better in the movies? In my opinion, yes. Better to just sit at home watching with your pants off and your hands in your pants? Yeah, <laughs> Wait, better at home. How do you have your hands in your pants? Wait a minute, yeah, your pants, pants are off. Are off. <laughs> <laughs> so hands your hands, in hands, hands in your underwear, yeah. <laughs> better at home than in, in, in the movie theater. Um, if I want to just take all those like experiences of watching a film, let's just say the sound, the viewing experience, the audience, the the feel, I still think it's better in a movie theater because you have a gigantic fucking screen with $10 large popcorn with a $10 Coke. And, and, and they have lounging chairs that are actually quite nice. Right. And it, I think the reason why I enjoy watching movies in a movie theater when it's a big release, of course, is because it, it physically allows me to step outside of the comfort of my home. Given that we're in the world of pandemic and working from home, it allows me to create a separation to enjoy the movie as an experience rather than mm-hmm. just to watch the movie for the sake of watching the movie. So you're team theater. I'm team theater. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Alan, I think it's all relative. Like, depends on what type of person you are to like, do you enjoy going out to the movie theater to watch a movie or you don't really, you know, care? It doesn't really do that much for you. Um, watching at home has its benefits. Like you don't need to step out of your home. You don't need to wear pants. Uh, you could just, I mean, you don't have to watch. wear pants to the movie theaters too. <laughs> well, that's, you won't that's last deba- long. That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, I definitely love, I mean, I talked about it before. I love going to the movie theater. It's just this whole complete experience for me. Like, I actually get inspired by watching, you know, beautiful landscapes, scenery mm-hmm. on the big screen. Some people, they go to the movie theater. Like a lot of people just watch, like to watch it in the back. I'm a type of person who like literally likes to watch it as close as possible almost. Oh, wow. Where I don't have to like look straight up at it so I don't hurt my neck. <laughs> um, but I love watching it really close because I get into the movie. I get the whole experience. Um, and then also like when you watch it with other people, you get that whole like crowd effect when they cheer. Yeah when they laugh um, or when they get scared, you know, it's a whole experience that I just like really enjoy. I, I think your team I'm at home. Team stream, right? I'm, I'm team stream. Stream <laughs> all over it. me, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> okay, here's the reason. I, I know this may be a blasphemous take, but I think I enjoyed Shang-Chi, don't get me wrong, and I enjoyed, enjoyed watching it with you guys. Don't get me wrong. You'd much rather have your pants off. But I'd <laughs> I wanted to have my, I wanted to take my pants off right then and there. I wanted to get <laughs> it like, fuck these pants. <laughs> Having seen Shang-Chi, uh, Shang-Chi and then going to, I've seen, I saw Black Widow too to the th- uh, in the theater as well. Oh. I think I decided I just prefer watching movies at home. If I wanted to truly enjoy the movie for myself and just watch it, I can get all of that paying attention to the movie at home. And enjoy. I have a big enough TV to enjoy and sit in my nice, comfortable couch. I can go, if I can pause and go to the bathroom mm-hmm. if need be. I don't have to scooch people down. <laughs> I can have my snacks and food of my choosing, most likely stuff that I already bought. Mm-hmm. And I can eat it comfortably uh, on a table, you know, and watch it. Again. Put some candles on. Put some yeah. candles <laughs> on. 
And then in terms of watching it with people, I get the crowd experience, but I'm gonna be honest, sometimes I've had experiences where I don't really need you to be with me to have <laughs> yeah, this experience. I know like, what you mean. I don't Fair. get benefit. Especially when there's like a kid cry. Oh, yeah. That's the or worst. People eating too yeah. loud. People eating too loud and then someone's phone goes off, you know, and it's just so distracting. Someone's on their phone. So those risks, I eliminate all of those by just watching it at home. Now, the only thing risk that I have in terms of watching it streaming is if my internet goes out. But then I could always pick it back up again. Mm-hmm. Right. If the movie theater goes out, the power goes out, you gotta plan another trip to go to the theater well they do give you your money back at least. <laughs> okay. yeah, so there's that. that's never happened to me yeah, but I, I get your point now if it's only in theaters and i really want to watch the movie i will go see the movie mm-hmm. yeah very begrudgingly i think the reason why i also like watching the theaters too is that like from what i understand and le- understanding the business model the producers of the movie actually gained a better um cut that way that's based off of my half-ass internet research and th- and for example the movie free solo that was fucking incredible on the big screen. Yeah, it was. Right? Okay, yeah. And then on top of that, like those proceeds, I think like most of it went to National Geographic, which then went to Jimmy and and um yeah. and Chai. Had that been on streaming, I don't know if they get the same amount of people going mm. to it. And of course, this was before the pandemic, so streaming wasn't the norm. But now their new movie, um, The Rescue, that's only out in theaters, uh, and it will be on Disney because Disney owns uh, National Geographic which then uh, owns the rescue film. So that'll be on streaming eventually, but I'd much rather watch it in the theaters. It's not like that I don't like going to the theaters. It's just if I had the choice, I would Got much it. rather watch it at home. That's understandable too. I mean, you know, theaters just don't do it for everybody and that's okay. Or what I could do is just construct a theater inside my home. <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. There's the compromise. <laughs> There's yeah. the compromise. Transformative. Transformative. <laughs> So, we're going to uh, wrap up this episode with a little game. Interesting. The game is called Who Said It? So, as of today, we've released over 30 episodes from our podcast. That's roughly over 30 hours of stuff. Damn. 1,900 minutes. 118,000 seconds. And over the course of our podcast, we've said a lot of words. And we have the best words. The best. (laughs) I've put in here, pause for Alan's Trump impression. Uh, I knew it was coming. I, I didn't even read the notes, but I knew I was going to do that. I have the best words. I, I was listening to the rap episode for season two right before this, and you guys went into it so much. It was yeah. hilarious. Okay. Uh, for this segment called Who Said It? Here's how the game will work. I'm going to read excerpts from various episodes spanning across all three seasons, and there will be two rounds per quote. First being the person, so you have to guess the person of who said it. Second being the episode. So if you get the person right, you get to guess the episode. So what you're going to do is uh, lock in your answer in your head. You'll each say who you think it is, and I will reveal the correct answer at the end of that round. Good? Everyone understand the rules? Got it. Yep. Could you explain it one more time? <laughs> you're like, you little shit, I just explained. That's like when you're in class, yeah. right? And the instructor is like, okay, so when you're doing the final exam, okay, make sure you to fill out the back and then write your name. Read and the instructions. Like, read the instructions. Yeah. And the green book, one student goes, can you repeat what you <laughs> just said? I'm sorry, you do what again? <laughs> Fuck you. It was like, oh, what do we do with the green book? It's like, oh my God, fucking God. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh my fucking God. Okay. <laughs> 
She delivered it so perfectly, and there are just so many amazing, captivating portions of her acting. The way she was able to repress this rage and anger, fear, and all of these things, she just looks like a, pr- a pressure boiler just ready to pop. But then it's so demure, so recessed within her, I thought she did such an amazing job. Who does that sound like? Renee. Okay, so... I don't think it's Alan because he didn't say himself. So I'm gonna say Renee. <laughs> you, I feel like you would recognize it. I don't. I don't think I use nice words. I don't think I've ever used demur. Renee is the correct answer. Woo-hoo. Boom. What do you think the episode is on? Uh, give me a minute to synthesize this. This is the All harder right. one. I think. I think I might know. She's talking about a a protagonist, a female protagonist. I'm inclined to say Raya. Final answer. That's my final answer. Lock it in. Lock it in. You want to phone a friend? Do you want to call Renee? Renee, what, you remember this quote? What was it for? When did you say this? When did you say this? Um, okay, I'm going to go because it, it reminded me of Minari. I forgot her name, but it was the wife. I, I, thought, I thought it was the wife from Minari. Both of you guys are eh, incorrect. Oh. Oh, it shit. is from the Better Days episodes. She oh, was uh, talking about the protagonist. That uh, was the episode that we had with Ryan Alexander Holmes. This is basically testing your knowledge if you listen to, to episodes <laughs> that, that don't have you Uh-oh. in there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. So uh, half a point. Just kidding. We'll do one point. I'm not nice. keeping track. Just keep your own score. Well, the points don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, The thing is, there's so little Southeast Asian representation in Hollywood already. I feel like this was a perfect opportunity to break that mold and introduce more than just one of us in starring roles. But instead, they went the star power route and hired a bunch of big name trendy actors. Is that you, Raven? Final answer? Final answer. Okay. Okay, I think it is me, actually. Final answer? Oh, shit. I'm going to say final answer. It's Baldwin. You said it, Baldwin. Do you remember the episode? I do. Do you want to guess first, Alan? <sighs> okay. Um, they went out of higher. Uh, it's not Crazy Rich Asians because that was always going to be a big cast. I, it, it must have been. Um, this is a very key phrase that that gives it away. Well, repeat the repeat. <laughs> see uh, on who wants to be a billionaire. I can read the prompt. I don't have the prompt in front of <laughs> okay, me. Okay, fine. The thing is, there's so little Southeast Asian representation in Hollywood already. I feel like this was a perfect opportunity to break that mold and introduce more than, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that because you guys um, didn't think it was like a big Big deal. deal. Yeah, and I sort of like disagreed with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember after I said that, I took a look at the, um, because it was a live recording right. for berkeley right yeah i remember somebody that was watching it was like oh yeah that's right <laughs> mm. so you changed that one person's <laughs> yeah. mind yeah damn okay but yeah once you said southeast asia i was like oh yeah, yeah. okay so two points for you Yay. baldwin okay yeah you could be special be a part of the story so long as you have amazing powers the writers of this really didn't focus on what really made this character treasured and i get what they're trying to say they're saying you're already powerful be true to yourself and you don't need to hide that hide that away but the film is at war with itself because of because of it saying sure you can do that if you have powers alan <laughs> i don't know what it is <laughs> okay fin- finish it uh, it's me yeah Yeah. okay <laughs> can you guess the, the episode i already know the episode okay i was curious baldwin knows um it sounds like it might may have been mulan final answer final answer Correct. There yep. you go. It just sounds like it fits with the narrative <laughs> yeah. of yep. everything you've guys said so far about the movie. It yeah. is Alan's take of Mulan. That was too easy. 
<laughs> You're like, I, I have that same. I was like, I, it's right here. <laughs> it's right right here. here. I remember that. That's because you still believe it to this day. Yeah. Yep. I'll take it to the grave. <laughs> ingrained in your head. <laughs> yep. Okay. Regardless of what happens in the future, humans progressing is almost as natural as water flowing down a river. By doing so, it's going to lay into its path destruction of the natural world we, we live in. And the question I think it begs our audience is, how do you live with that? I thought it was going to be me because I, I tend to say it begs the question when some point makes point Y or X makes point Y. But I don't think I, I recall that last one. Um, it's not Renee. She doesn't use beg the question. Is it you, Raymond? Final answer. Final answer. Yeah, I'm going to say you too, Raymond. You are both. Eh. Oh, no shit. Wrong. It is Alan. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember what you said, bro. Oh, fuck. I do. I, wait, what was it? The second phrase? You're like, I do say I begged a question, but it's not me. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I do say that, that but phrase. I don't say that. <laughs> but it was you. Shit. <laughs> wait, well, okay, hold on. What was the rest of the phrase? Regardless of what happens in the future, humans progressing is almost as natural as water flowing down a river. Wow. By doing so, it's going to lay into its path destruction of the natural world. Oh, we live in. Can you guess the movie? Yeah, it's um, Princess Mononoke. Correct. Princess Fuck. Mononoke. Once you said begs the question, I was like, is it me? I know, but <laughs> then when did I ever say the much. water flowing down? I was like, damn, that sounds really poetic. Is that me? <laughs> You're like, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, damn, shit, okay. Okay. It just shows you, you can take a martial arts film and it doesn't have to be a hero narrative. It can just be a soft, meditative, and almost grieving piece. Though it's cool. You don't necessarily feel like you're experiencing grief as you go through it. Or maybe you do. I don't know. This might be a t- tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with Raymond. Final answer. Baldwin, final answer. You're both wrong. It's Pragya. <laughs> oh, oh. Guess, guess the episode. <laughs> don't look. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Alan's trying to look at the like, feet. Uh... on his phone. <laughs> I'm going to say... I thought it was open note. <laughs> <laughs> this guy didn't read the fucking... <laughs> this guy didn't fucking read it. Repeat it again, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, God. Okay, I'm going to say the Grandmaster. That, that, that's, that's mine, too. You're correct. Grandmaster. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> no, we got one point. I got there one point. Right. Okay. I just sucked his dick. That's where his power came out of. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't think I know who said this. <laughs> Gotta be Alan. Final answer. I think that is me. Final answer. You're both wrong. Oh, fuck. Oh, it was Renee. What? Oh, <laughs> Renee. Oh, okay. It's Can gotta be Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? I don't remember her saying that. I feel like it's oh, reference to uh, Tony Leung. But there's no other superhero movie that we did. Uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. It was when I was going through the comic book history. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where I talked about where in the comic books, Shang-Chi's dad or Shang-Chi's mom is a white woman. And she says in the comics that she only married his dad for his powers. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Renee chimes in and says, I just sucked his dick. Uh, That's where it's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I wonder how Superman has sex too. Isn't he too powerful to thrust? I mean, that, but if he, I bet you he can control it. But if he orgasms, I know. Oh, if he ejaculates, God. that has to come out. As that has to man. hurt. Damn, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> I wonder what power comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta burn. It's, yeah. yeah, for sure. Either yeah. burn or just like a speeding bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Netflix's whole philosophy is letting the creatives create, and their job as a studio is to provide the production and the distribution. Whatever the creatives want to create, let them have it. 
And I think it's because the, uh, because of their ability to put out content so prolifically and that they really just trust the filmmakers. Dude, I remember somebody saying this. I just can't remember when. This is a deep cut. Well, for sure, it has to be a Netflix film. Prolific. I'm, I'm like latching on that word. I don't say that. I know I don't for sure don't say that. Prolific. I do say it, but like not in this context. <laughs> yeah, but you said the same yeah, thing about the question. question. <laughs> but that is a common phrase that you've lost your credibility. Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to say it's you, Raymond. Final answer. I think it's you, Raymond. Correct. Oh, yeah. God. Can you guess the movie? It is a Netflix film. I'll give you that. I'm going to say, since I did this episode with you, The White Tiger. Final answer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <You're just kidding>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I don't remember that movie. I don't yes. remember that movie, but yes. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. yes. White Tiger. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Two points. Riding Baldwin. on Baldwin's coattail. I, know, I, I get his point, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys keeping score? No. <laughs> no. I think you're leading though, Baldwin. I, th- I think Baldwin's I think leading, leading by like one point. Sure. I, th- I think you might be leading by two, actually. I think the score is 249 versus 238. Let's just say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give or take. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I was at home and my mom would tell me to shut up as I was trying to go Super Saiyan. That's me. That's me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was you, Baldwin. No, I changed my... I did not say final <laughs> okay, answer. No. It is Baldwin. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> too quick. I think it was you, Baldwin. I get Baldwin, that point yeah. too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, it was Baldwin. And episode? Alan? Oh, God. Oh, God. Let's see. Um... Say the phrase one more time. I just need to visualize it. <laughs> Instructions one more exactly. time. Instructions one more time, Professor. Man, I could see you and who wants to be a millionaire. You'd be sweating right now. I know. I've used all my lifelines by the first <laughs> yeah, question. The first three questions. They're like, sir, we just asked who's the first president. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still. Still, I just want to be extra sure. Okay. I can't tell you how many times I was at home and my mom would tell me to shut up as I was trying to go Super Saiyan. Oh God! I know this. I know Baldwin said this, and I forget which when he said. Yeah, this. we already confirmed Baldwin. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Fuck! It's not Princess Mononoke, is it? Baldwin, do you know? I know. Shang Chi, final answer. Okay, Baldwin. Bro, I wasn't even on Shang Chi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! It's the, it's, it's the other. Uh, gif, uh, okay, Doc, your final answer, Shang Chi. <laughs> God, you, you're, you're so close on all of these, dude. It was definitely Princess Mononoke. Oh wow, yeah. my fucking God! <laughs> oh, just kidding. It was Shang Chi. He, he <laughs> called in real quick. Just he as called as in. Bowen, do you have a hot take? <laughs> just one. He's like, let me just quote. say this one thing. Oh, I can't tell you how to Oh my god. <laughs> Shang-Chi final answer. <laughs> so I was even on it. Oh, You're shit. so confident too. Shang-Chi final like, answer. Shang-Chi for sure. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's Shang-Chi. I bet my life on it. I wasn't on that episode. Oh shit. <laughs> It's like I know for a fact I say this phrase, but it's not me. Uh, it was you. Oh shit! It's not. It's not Princess Mononoke. It was Princess Mononoke. Oh my god! This is great. Oh man, that was great. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh. oh man. Okay. Um. Next one. We need to rise above the casting issue and use this opportunity for this platform that's been given to us to highlight our art and highlight our human rights activism to be able to continue moving us forward in this dialogue. 
and not to be subjected to the noise of, but the cast, but the cast. It, it feels like nails on a chalkboard for me because we're not talking about the real issues. Who said it? I think it's Renee. Final answer. answer. <laughs> Alan has his like head in his hands right now. <sighs> Redeem himself. I, I I recall me and Renee having this conversation about that take. I, I but the nails on the chalkboard thing is drawing this visceral memory of me not saying it and me reacting to it and saying, Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Renee, final answer, lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. It's Renee. Yeah. <laughs> it's Renee. Okay. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi yeah, final Shang-Chi. answer. <laughs> Shang-Chi said it. Okay. Uh, what's, the, what's the episode, Alan? I mean, I, I kind of want to say Mulan, but it's not, I think, because casting issues. So therefore, there must have been issues with it. Nails on a chalkboard. That was later. I don't think it was Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> I'm just stalling for time. <laughs> Uh, three seconds. Shang-Chi, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? It's Mulan, final answer. Okay. Mulan. She, she wasn't on Mulan. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> You're like going through so many scenarios in your head. Too. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let's let's go with Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi, right. final answer. I, th- I remember this too. I think it was in Raya. I'm going to say Raya, final answer. You're correct, Bob. Oh, nice. oh my there God. I don't know why I think of You're so bad. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Uh, okay. This may, this may be tough because it's recent. I'll give you that hint. I think I pretty much knew what I was getting myself into. I can see why it's been such a mainstream success. But when I watched it and then I hear the topical reporting on it and the conversations, I'm just like, ooh, I want to sit all of you people down because we need to have a real conversation about this. Renee, final answer. Renee, final answer. And fuck. Pragya. Can you guess the episode? I'm going to say, since you gave us the clue, Parasite, final answer. The only other one I listened to her on I was Grandmaster. That and then it has to be Parasite. Then final answer. Correct. That was Parasite. Nice. It was right in the beginning. Okay. If we're gonna tell an Asian American story, I want it not to just be a good story, but I want it to be executed correctly. Okay, I'm gonna have a bit of a meta moment here, but I know that I've gotten this feedback a lot. I say the word story a lot, and I am true to the core to it. Boom, Alan. Final answer. Oh man. Um. I remember how confidently incorrect I was <laughs> yeah. earlier, Bob. So, yeah, that's yeah. why, like, I'm uh, like, like, right waiting. Now. He's like, mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, I think I'm gonna say you, Raymond. Final okay. answer, Alan. Your confidence paid off. You are correct. Uh, there you go. Okay, can you guess the episode? No. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> no. it's not Mulan because that sucked. It was probably always be my maybe confirmed. Oh, not confirmed, but lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I remember being on this episode. I might be wrong, but I'm going to say Minari. You're both incorrect. Oh, oh is Boogie. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I was talking about basketball. Bo- uh, yeah, you were talking about Boogie. It's uh, funny because like, I was just thinking about that movie. I was like, when is that going to pop up? Oh, fuck. It's because it just came out on uh, HBO Max, probably. Uh, While yeah. you're thinking about it. Okay. The movie is strongest when he is talking about his real-life anxieties of stereotypes and expectations. That's when the movie is really good, and that's when his character shines, when he has introspectiveness in his own character. Uh, I'm going to say Raymond. I think it's Alan. 
Of me. <laughs> <laughs> the third guy. person. Final answers? Final answer. Final answer. Okay. You're correct, Alan. It's you. <laughs> oh, shoot. Can you guess the movie? Okay, I'm going to guess Boogie. Fuck. That was my... Yeah. I, that's not my guess. That's my answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's Boogie. Okay. Yeah. That's what. That's when I was talking about like when he talks about... Oh, because the next line after that was like, you know, he compares himself to Beef and Broccoli. Yeah. Stay, yeah, but, yeah. Exactly. I kept that out because that would have been a big deal. Yeah. That would have been too easy. As an Asian American, if I had a daughter, I'd want her to have a strong female Asian role model represented on screen so they could see themselves in the character. Who said it? Renee. Final answer. Um, I'm pretty sure this was me. Final answer. That's why I wanted you to go first. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not letting you catch up anymore, man. Fuck. <laughs> Baldwin, you are correct. Oh. You said it. Can you guess the movie? It's either Princess Mononoke, You Spurred It Away, or Raya, because I remember saying that. I believe it's not Princess Mononoke. There's not much of a, f- uh, but then you could have been talking about the 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 Steel Town Lady. But I don't think it's her. I think it's I'm, I think it's Raya. Yeah, Raya Finance. Raya. Raya. Yeah. Over the moon. Oh, oh. forgot yeah. about that. Deep cuts. This is the last one. We're in, if not approaching, the golden age of Asian American represented movies. Is it worth fifty points? Okay, I think I. I think I know too. I'm locking in my answer, so I don't care. Yeah, so what do you say? Okay, I'm going to say Raymond. Same thing, yeah. We'll find out the answer after this commercial break. Oh. <laughs> and anyway, it comes back from commercial break, you'll find out next season. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> By switching to Geico. Yes, you guys are correct. I said it. Do you know the movie or episode? I remember you saying it, but I can't which episode. That's been my tagline. Okay, I think I know. I have a guess. I have a guess as well. Crazy Rich Asians. Um, I'm just going to piggyback on Alan. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. You're cr- incorrect. Uh, what? Really? It was, Shit. In, it was on Happy Cleaners. Oh, Damn it. fuck. That was but second, close because okay. I did say in Crazy Rich Asians, but I didn't say it exactly like that. Trick question. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I do remember you saying in Crazy Rich Asians, we're in the golden. Yeah. I whatever. said something of that. Yeah. Like that. But uh, half of 50 quote. points. So I get 25 <laughs> points. <laughs> half Misleading. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't Joel Montana. It was Joel Montana. Joel Montana. <laughs> Joel Montana. <laughs> All right. That's the end of it. Okay. Final score. Alan. With 1,350, Baldwin, 3,490. <laughs> oh. And an A+. Plus. <laughs> I thought it was over 9,000. Best possible score you could have gotten was 5 million. So both of you guys scored uh, really low, technically. But we're grading on a curve, though, right? True, yeah. exactly. There so you go. Yeah. So I'm in the 8th percentile. I'm happy with that. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this Season 3 wrap-up episode. We are going to go on a nice long break. I want to thank Alan Baldwin for joining us on this uh, episode. But of course, thank Praga and Renee for being part of the podcast. Thank you all. Any final last words? You know, this begs the question. <laughs> this begs the question of how consistently transformative <laughs> we're going our growth to be. Is gonna be. <laughs> thank you all. Take care. Tune in next time for another episode of Real Asian Podcast. See ya. See ya. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast to get the latest episode.